kids long ago and far away when Uncle Mark was working overnights doing a trucker show, that was one of the songs. Oh, my God. And I just caught the deal in there. He was complaining about motel rooms being 40 bucks. That's that's how you know it's an old song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had written my article about that yesterday, and I got, uh, got quite a few comments about my little experience at, uh, at a bad motel. Hmm. Another warm one on the way today, 86. Don't know where we got officially yesterday. I had 90 in the pickup. But got done golfing yesterday afternoon. And I thought, well, why wouldn't we do that again today, huh? Another cash cow code word coming up at 820. We wrapped up the guns, so we're good on that for a while. Major outage yesterday that affected people that were not Mark or Paul. Facebook and Instagram were both down yesterday for an extended period. And I didn't know it till I read about it this morning. Folks, the company... The company that we, we, we work for, they call themselves a digital company, and they would prefer that people like Paul and I just put our phones on our foreheads and live-streamed our entire lives all day long and post and like and share. And I got to tell you, by the time I get out of here at 10 every morning, I am I am good on all the digital media for the most part. Because at that point of the day for Mark, now it's time to get on the phone. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm very social shoot Marco Polos to the family and see who's doing what for lunch. All my friends with real jobs make it inconvenient for me to golf with them during the week. Who sang that song? Cletus Maggard. Oh. He's also the one that uh, did the song we used to play called White Knight about the sea beer. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it did not take long for the lawyers to get their paperwork filed and... Seven people filed lawsuits this week following the Amtrak train derailment. Uh, the paper says it was northeastern Montana. That wasn't in northeastern Montana. It was in Joplin. Oh, there's a law office that specializes in just suing Amtrak. Well, good for you guys. <laughs> Don't even have to hear the commercials. Were you injured in an accident? Did you take this drug? Did you use this chemical? Call 1-800. We have lawyers standing by. Part of this case is where I wish we had... A judge like Paul would be because, according to a press release, all those who sued were physically injured, which is wrong. I understand that. Also suffering severe emotional and psychological trauma. That one's a little harder to prove. Uh, Sean Driscoll, a partner at Clifford Law Offices, in a press release Monday said the lead attorney of a team that obtained a $57 million settlement against Amtrak in 2017 following a Seattle derailment. By the way, that's uh, that's not against Amtrak. That's against us. We pay for Amtrak. You know, you're right. That's not a private company. No. Amtrak's not private, folks. No, no, we, we give them a billion dollars every year to keep keep moving. Amtrak is is taxpayer funded, so that costs you and me. That doesn't that doesn't cost a private company. That costs us. Well, and this. Uh this one from a derailment four years ago killed three, injured 60. What do you think's going to happen when you get on something and it wrecks? Yeah. You could, you could, I mean, that's what I don't get about all this stuff. Uh, these rogue, crooked ass lawyers and judges there. Um, there, there, there are no guarantees. There's no guarantees when you get on a plane. There's no guarantees when you get on your car, on a bicycle, on a motorcycle, on, an, on a train. 
anything, a cruise ship, nothing. There's no guarantees. There's no guarantee when you go to the hospital, when you have an operation. None of this. Not true. What What the hell? We're, we got to the point where everything is supposed to be 100% or someone has to pay. Right. It's impossible. You you have to have an assumed responsibility. Uh now if there's if there's negligence, that's yeah, that's a different animal. Right. If the, if the captain's drunk and trying to derail it on purpose right. or something, you're right. But if something breaks, uh if if the rail line moved, um if a wheel went out, something along those lines, that's, uh, I mean, stuff like that happens. God, I got breakdowns, criminy all the time. Uh, I don't sue the manufacturer when things wear out, they break. Not only that, I could bring Paul up to the stand as my star witness about severe emotional and psychological trauma. That's exactly <laughs> right. In farming. You, you don't know what trauma is, pal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, stuff breaks and messes up all the time. Just like the vaccine. Somebody's going to sue over this vaccine because somebody's going to have an adverse effect. Uh, we've already seen there's been dozens and dozens of cases where people have had heart problems and stuff from the vaccine because mm-hmm. they affect everyone differently. Sure, the majority, the the major part of the public won't suffer anything, but some will. And so they're going to go after Pfizer and Moderna and Johnson and Johnson, and they're going to sue uh because their vaccine caused them a problem. Johnson and Johnson submits booster shot for FDA approval. Mm-hmm. No, and that's one of the main arguments I hear from people that haven't gotten the vaccine yet. This thing hasn't been out long enough where we know the actual long-term effects. And like you say, for most people, it's fine. It's going to do what it's supposed to do, mm-hmm. but not for everybody. I mean, people have um, people have food allergies. You know, people are are allergic to peanuts people were allergic to bees uh all kinds of stuff so you walk down the street you get stung by a bee and you go into shock and you go to the hospital and you die do you sue the homeowner for having honeysuckle trees because they attracted the bees and you suffered god these days i mean it's crazy it's crazy what these ambulance chasers do if you're worried don't get on board. Uh, that's that's just the way it is. There's no 100% guarantee on anything. But according to these lawyers, uh, it should be. They, they bend and they twist and um, like this. Uh, this rogue judge in Missoula. Listen to this. There's a district judge that is denied a request by several parents to stop the mask mandates in school because there's a legal challenge underway. The parents sued several of the schools of Missoula over their mask requirements, argue it, it violates the state's constitution. But the judge, Jason Marks, denied it. He said in his decision that such an injunction could lead to increased spread of COVID-19, could, and the quarantine of children and school staff. So what? That has nothing to do with law. True. 
That's that's medicine. Mm-hmm. That's disease. That has nothing to do with law. Judges, Jason Marks, you yo-yo, you're supposed to make a decision based on law, not based on a medical possibility. Um, a medical possibility has no... He, he has no... Uh, right to even be involved in a medical analogy or his assumption of how diseases and infectious diseases work. That's not his realm of expertise. He's a judge. He deals with law. The question is, is it violating individual rights of the Constitution or not? That's what the suit is. He said his decision and injunction could lead to increased spread of COVID. That's not what he rules on. No. You see what they're doing, mm-hmm. these judges? Yeah. That has no, nothing to do with law on whether it increases the chances of COVID. Do high school proms increase the chances then of drunk driving or teen pregnancy? Why don't you rule on that one? Because he could say, well, we gotta, we have to mandate that there be no proms because it increases the chances of drunk driving and teen pregnancy. You don't rule on stuff. He's supposed to rule on law. That's the problem here. At a protest at the Capitol yesterday decrying the mask mandates for students. So that continues. And then you have the biggest buffoon, the dumbest man ever, the most unqualified, incoherent person ever to hold presidency of the United States. And that's Joe Biden. This man has been protected. I don't know what they're injecting him with. This man is rogue. I mean, this man is a loser, is a creep. He's a pervert, he's a liar, he's a cheater, he's a swindler, he's an extortionist, all of it. All of it. Yesterday he does a news conference, and a uh, little news conference about the budget. This is a man that, you know, wants to unite. <laughs> this is a man that wants to bring people together. That's what he ran on. Biden warns Republicans yesterday, warns them. He told Republicans yesterday, get out of the way and let the Democrats suspend the nation's debt limit. The, the, the Democrats want to extend the debt, folks. They just want to eliminate how much money they can spend and borrow forever. Mm-hmm. The Democrats, while they're in charge, get out of the way. He says, quote, Republicans need to stop playing Russian roulette with the economy. Republicans have to let us do our job. Just get out of the way. And if you don't want to help save the country, get out of the way so you don't destroy it. You've destroyed it, you butthole. You're the one. He's the one that has ruined our nation, him and the Democrats. I don't know. I Once again, I, I mean, I bite my tongue. I don't even know how you could be proud to be a Democrat in this country anymore. I just don't know that. Borrow us into oblivion. Spend beyond our means. Burden our future generations with things they'll never be able to dig out of. Yesterday, they asked him a question about the two senators who aren't going to vote for his plan. Two Democrats mm-hmm. aren't going to vote for his big $3.5 trillion social equality plan. They won't vote for it. And so Democrats, you folks, you Democrats out there, found these guys in restaurants that are going to their home and they're assaulting them. They're, 
They're they're trying to burn their houses down. They're going after them. And you know what Joe Biden said yesterday, Mr. Unity, Mr. Mm. Peace, Mr. Love? He said, it's just part of the process. Oh. Part of the process. Oh, okay. Part of the process where radical Democrats, how come we don't have a hearing on that? Why don't we have a hearing on whether he's inciting violence across the country? Because mm-hmm. he is. Exactly right. And, and, he, and with the last guy, that was a no-no. He just said it's part of the process? Oh, that guy. What? Oh, a total disgrace and wreck for this country is Joe Biden. That's how he's going to be viewed in history. The biggest flop of all time, Joe Biden. Joe Biden. This party, folks, this party would have never been allowed to exist years and years ago. It would have never been accepted by people of America. Their communist dictatorship, Marxism, fascism, any way you want to look at it, what they're doing to individuals and the citizens of America who used to have so much freedom and they're taking them all away. The next election can't come fast enough for me. And folks, we got 13 months before that happens. We still have over, we still have over three years of Joe Biden as president. If he can last that long, if they can, if they can keep injecting him with whatever they're giving him, he hasn't even been president a year yet. Not even a year. Big day yesterday. They had a big groundbreaking for the Rocky Vista University here in Billings, our first medical school that is going to pay dividends for us in our area and our state for many, many years to come. We will benefit from its doctors and its medical professionals that come out of that school for so many years down the road. It will open up the doors of opportunity for medical students all throughout the Northwest and Billings Clinic wants no part of it. <laughs> Yesterday, huge ceremony. The governor was there. Uh, they already got the uh, the footings and the steel frame up for that. Big Sky Economic Development people were there. They recruited them. Also yesterday, um, Yellowstone County commissioners, council members, the mayor, representatives of our state government and healthcare industry. However, notably absent were officials from the Billings Clinic. Mm-hmm. I just, I just. I can't wrap my head around that. Billings Clinic. Oh, we're supposed to come together, right? (laughs) Right? All one, work together? Not the Billings Clinic. In order for medical school graduates to become doctors, they're required to participate in rotations with doctors in hospitals and clinics. St. Vincent Healthcare and the parent company SCL Health will provide those rotations. Not only here in Montana, but in Colorado. Billings Clinic, we already partner with Washington School of Medicine. Uh Uh-huh. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the truth in the article, folks. I'm waiting. Let's see if we get to it. Again, 135,000 billion under construction, blah, 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 blah. Campus is scheduled to be completed next year. They'll become the third. I'm on a region. Okay. Credit a higher learning commission of credit all the Also have physician assistant programs. Uh, good uh, surgeons. I like that. 
the inaugural class of 80 students in the summer 2023 will gradually ramp up to 160. That's awesome. By 2025, today is a special day for RVU. Hmm. Nothing in here about why Billings Clinic didn't do it. Hmm. Billings Clinic already partners with Washington, but that's not the reason why, folks. We all know the reason why, because it was in a Billings Gazette article many, many months ago. The head of the Billings Clinic, he just didn't like what somebody who is in the top brass of RVU, Rocky Vista University, he said something one time that that man viewed as could possibly be derogatory about women. And so they didn't want anything to do with that. And yet they continue to take patience from people out there who have said derogatory things in their life that pay their bills. Uh-huh. Don't they, Mark? Yes, they do. They don't, they don't vet anybody that comes into their clinic on what they may have said that they viewed not politically correct as long as you got your checkbook and you're covered by Blue Cross Blue Shield. Oh, you got an insurance card. Looky there, all's forgiven. Uh, table of two, please. <laughs> and, oh, yeah, we'll take them. Or when the Billings Clinic has their big fundraisers downtown, they don't vet anybody to see if they have said anything derogatory in their life when they make donations to the Billings Clinic, do they, Mark? No. No, no, no. But this time, they took a stand, which is stupid. That is dumb. And he should come out immediately and say, look, we let emotion overload our brain at that time, and we are 100% behind having a medical school here in Montana that will provide the people and our children and our grandchildren, doctors and surgeons and medical professionals for years to come. So don't bitch in the paper about how you can't handle the influx of COVID patients when you won't even support a medical school in your own town. Yes, that's right. The county prick here, back on the air, calling him as I see him. Yeah. The umpire of truth, because that's the truth. Mm -hmm. You got to be a big enough person to admit when you make a mistake. I've made a lot of them, and it's too bad. So lead on, St. Vincent and SCL Health. I'm glad that you have roots and love for your community. You have love for the people in the state of Montana in this area that need top quality medical professionals. And I commend you for uh, welcoming this new medical school with open arms, providing us the valuable medical professionals that we need because we are so short in this country. We're talking about medicine here. We're talking about life and death for some people. One of the things you're supposed to do in your community is trying to attract things like this to your community Mm -hmm. and it's not like uh, it's not like a cattle processing plant where there's going to be more traffic and the waste and yada 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 this is all good Mm -hmm. this is all good it's a medical school it's all good it's the best it's the brightest it's more of those people and some of those people are going to come here they're going to learn how to be doctors and they're going to want to stay here sure and that's good for all of us uh jake and his fiance they they want to come back to the northwest uh they would love to uh, well they'll be able to write their own ticket but um and that's what we need mm-hmm. but who knows if if my son 
who will be a highly trained, highly skilled, advanced in all of the latest technology when it comes to orthopedic surgery and bone repair, and his fiance, who will be highly skilled and have all the latest training and technology uh, know-how behind her to be an ER doctor, if they come, maybe Billings Clinic wouldn't hire them because their dad at one point had said something derogatory towards their CEO. That's a good point. So that would be a good reason not to hire a couple skilled doctors. In fact, let's look at the background of everybody on staff at Billings Clinic and see. Let's do a litmus test and see if they ever, at any point in their life, have ever said anything derogatory about people from North Dakota, (laughs) Wyoming, people of color, anyone, Mm -hmm. anywhere, at any time. Polish descent. Mark, you're allowed to go back to high school now. Remember the Milwaukee Brewers pitcher who said something derogatory when he was 15 years old in high school and they brought that up. Remember that? I do. So let's go back and check, check the resume of everybody who works there ever. And he could come in. I'd love to have him come in and explain that one. Mm -hmm. And let's weigh it. Let's weigh it. Let's see. Let's weigh what would be most beneficial for people in our area. Or let's weigh taking a stand against some one individual that he thought may have said something derogatory about women at one point in his life. Mm -hmm. Let's weigh... Let's weigh what the right decision would be and not use some lame excuse about, well, we got a partnership with Washington. How about a partnership with Montana? Where in the hell you're based at? I mean, there there is just no rhyme or reason for that. No. But they don't want to come in and they wouldn't want to argue with a stupid farmer, which is derogatory, by the way. <laughs> My dad always said, there's a little there's a little bad in the best of us and a little good in the worst of us. I'm glad they're here. I'm glad they're going to provide a much-needed service to the people. So I don't ever want to see anything in the paper ever again about your hospital not being able to handle the influx of patients and workload because you're doing nothing to help it when we had a chance to do it right here at home. You're here. COVID-19 hospital occupancy and capacity report last week. Eight out of the 10 large hospitals in the state reported having limited bed availability. Well, okay. How many other times a year do hospitals have limited bed ability? You know, this is just, this is just the angle they chose to report this this way that you've been on from the get-go. It's not just COVID patients that are filling the hospitals. It's not. I talked to that o- over the weekend at the wedding. Um, if people would take care of their health with all the other things that they can, that we know works, mm-hmm. there would be a problem in the hospital. They could have the whole hospitals open right now for COVID. of the beds are occupied in St. Vincent. Okay, I get it. Billings Clinic, Bozeman Health Deaconess, St. James, Butte, 
Missoula, all reporting having between 70 and 90% of their beds occupied. Okay, great. That means all of them are not occupied. They don't have the people to help. But so the best thing to do, don't support a new medical clinic. All these people have these elective surgeries, their knees are bad and all that. None of that stuff, ever a burden, heart problems, dialysis, the emergency rooms, none of that, none, zero, no problem, nothing. And the more and more people we get vaccinated, the more and more kids, the more and more people we mandate that have masks, the worse the numbers are getting. Mm -hmm. Montana's administered over 1 million vaccine doses. About a half a million are fully immunized. 53% of the state's eligible population fully vaccinated. And yet, cases continue to increase. More and more people have had it. More and more people have vaccinated. And the cases are going up. Mm-hmm. Just like Dr. Robert Malone. Just like he said. The vaccine only does one thing. One well, two things. The efficacy rate. only The only thing it does prevents you from getting serious illness and prevents death in 93% of the people who get the vaccine. That's what it does. It doesn't prevent you from getting the COVID. It doesn't prevent you from spreading COVID. Free walk-in clinics at Riverstone Health. Um, and once again... Uh, at the library, which is a great place to bring everybody who has not been vaccinated, the library community room. I don't get that at all either, but that's what they do. They bring them to a community room and vaccinate them. If uh, Can somebody explain the science to me in that? Why not do it outdoors where there is no chance uh, virtually of any type of contamination or spreading? Like they, up, like they did when they gave the shots at the shrine and it was drive through. Yeah, set up a tent at Metro Park and let people go through there rather than bringing them into a community room in the library. I, I mean, that those kind of things just don't make sense to me. And what if those people have COVID? What if they have COVID and they go in that community room and they don't have a fever? So 12, let's see here. Uh... 19 of the 62 at the clinic have been vaccinated. See? 19 of the 62. That's, folks, that's almost a third. 33% of the patients in Billings Clinic have been vaccinated for COVID, and they're still in there. Exactly what the co-developer of the vaccine said. You can still get it. You can still spread it. It's crazy. Take care of yourself. Get some vitamin D. I got plenty of vitamin D yesterday. I was trying to get that bull out. <laughs> I got him a little closer. wonder if marijuana affects your immune system. Doesn't matter, does it, Mark? No, they don't care. Yeah. Council to draft a map outlining where the pot shops can set up their storefronts. That'll be nice. If they approve it in November. Uh, for the city under the proposal adult use dispensaries would be allowed to operate in light and heavy industrial zones that's perfect you want people to get high where there's a lot of heavy equipment being operated (laughs) and things like that that's beautiful 
These have to be a thousand feet from schools. A thousand feet. Wow. Is that based on something or is that just twice as many as casinos? I, I don't know. From churches, youth centers, and residential areas. Dope shops could open up storefronts in the area between Overland Avenue and Gable Road. Over by Monad, Daniel Street. Perfect. That's a good spot, City Council. Right out by the interstate. That's great. Because then they can bring it in in truckloads. I, I wonder if they consult. I got a question for the City Council. You developed all of these rules among yourself, the City Council, and the City Administrator. How come a DEA agent wasn't involved in where you should locate the drug places? Great question. I'd love to hear the answer to, actually. You would think, Mark. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm on the council. I'm thinking we should have a drug enforcement agent come in here and tell us if this passes where the best spot. I think the best spots would be either by the police station. <laughs> now, I'm just saying. Yeah, and the buildings, because that building is about to become available. That's perfect. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They could set that up like the like the market in Seattle, mm-hmm. downtown. All the pot shops in one building. Right. And you go inside and the guy's throwing doobies up in the air <laughs> and that kind of stuff. You know, throw you a bong over the counter. All that. Right there in the Billings Gazette building, Mark. Out there they're throwing fish, not in Montana. Yeah. Did, how come there's not a DEA agent in here on these decisions to tell them where the... Because I'm I'm not sure that a DEA agent would say the best place to do it is an area that's kind of concealed away from the city, but has very, very close access to the interstate system. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure a DEA agent would tell you that. Did you bother to ask the chief of police when you had him in last week when you were telling him about who he should hire and not hire to be a cop? Folks, do we have any fireworks factories or any fireworks stands set up down where they do the burn off at the refinery? (laughs) No, we don't. Do we, Mark? No, we don't. Okay, then. (laughs) Council members debated whether or not the city should regulate the amount of THC that's allowed in the marijuana. Now, keep in mind... State of Montana, the amount of alcohol in a can of beer is regulated. THC in state law sets the limit at 35%. couple members have said if the city could require the limit to be set at 8% in town. Some city and council members argued that doing so would mean the city would then have to set up a lab, test the cannabis sold in the city, and then enforce the limit. And that could be expensive. Yeah, Yeah, but the pot shops would be paying it. I want to know what city council members I want I want you in here and I want you to come in once again and reiterate what you just said about being concerned about something being expensive. <laughs> All right, cuz I got a whole list of crap that's expensive that you have no problem with. Right. But this could be expensive, you dope smoking members of the council. Do do they drug test council members? Well, I'm sure they don't. I'd love to get a hair sample from some of them and see what's in their system. Mm-hmm. you got to be high if you'd say something like that. <laughs> well, we're concerned about the cost. Hello? You're not concerned about passing on the cost of things to homeowners every time you get together? they got a mill levy they're running for safety, Mark, because they can't afford it. And they're concerned about this expensive detest. 
Ultimately, the council settled on directing city staff to research the impacts of various levels of THC on the users. Okay, got it. What the hell? I need to go back to the farm (laughs) and just sit out there and uh, count my little cows, put my little wheat plants in the ground. And these people would love it if I do that. And it's going to happen someday going to happen i wonder where the fire was yesterday i was uh by lewistown i i know i was checking my cows yesterday and folks i mean about 2 2 30 it looked like it looked like a nuclear bomb went off up there it was east of my beloved snowy mountains uh it looked like maybe it was further north of that could have been in the judith uh, river basin area or anything but uh it was that thing just exploded, Mark. Th- those smoke clouds went 40,000 feet in the air. Near Lewistown, according to Fergus County Disaster Emergency Services, in the South Moccasin Mountain Range. South Moccasin? Mm-hmm. The Denton Highway, Montana 81, near Lewistown, near West Lewistown, going to be closed, including the junction with 191. Oh, was west of Lewistown? Mm-hmm. Wow. It looked like it was east of Lewistown. Everyone is asked to avoid the area as much as possible. I wonder how that started. There was no, folks, there were no thunderstorms in the area yesterday. Oh, uh, no. Uh, so that one had to be man-made. It was, that one had to be man-made. Yeah. There was no, there haven't been any thunderstorms in the area for a, a week. Uh, messages here. Stacy from the DEA has actually been at the last few city council meetings when discussing good dispensaries, and they should be asking her. She knows. Yep, that's good. Um, <clears throat> going back a couple topics. If they keep, uh, if they can keep COVID spreading by taking them in the library and keep the story going, then people will not pay attention to what's really happening. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh boy, there there's a great picture of the fire. In Lewistown, did you see that picture? Um, yeah, that's when I saw it yesterday, and that thing just exploded. Well, it, it's so dry. Yeah, just exploded. Look at this picture, Wilson. Can you see that over the? Oh yeah, that's a that's a dandy right there. That almost looks like Roy or up in there, but you said it was west, so. Um, Yeah, that was bad. Oh, yeah, there's some more. Whew, man. And the wind wasn't blowing too bad yesterday. So. Lucky for them. Yeah, but that just shows you how dry it is. My my beautiful, beloved country up there. And uh, let's see here. Uh, what else? Um All kinds of pictures from people we know. Yeah. Lemon's got a good shot of it. Uh, Tara's brother's got the dealership up there. He sent some pictures. Holy cow. Maddie got some pictures uh, yesterday from the wedding and uh, sent them to me last night. And it was uh, it was hard for him to even look at them. It's going to take me a long time to get over that. Hmm. <clears throat> 
but uh, all kinds of those. Boy, you you want to make a living, folks? <laughs> uh, do anything related to weddings anymore? <laughs> be a like a photographer. Mm-hmm. Um, be a photographer. Heck, now with the new iPhone, what is it, 13? Mm-hmm. I mean, you could film it, snap great pictures. Mm-hmm. You could Adjust do- them, filter them, change tint, color, brightness, all that stuff. Yep. yep. You, yeah, you can do professional-grade photography with those phones. Mm-hmm. But I, uh, she sent me a couple uh, last night on their way back home, and... um. I saw one of us walking up the uh, walking up the aisle, and she was crying, and I was crying, and it was awful. I, I mean, I could oh, it was awful. God, I couldn't even look at it. I mean, it was a it was a good picture, but it was awful. It was just so hard. And uh, everybody's uh, back home and back to the regular routine, and life goes on. Mm-hmm. Another day, another dollar. I think there was only one table uh, left yesterday for the uh, Doghouse Parade on Eventbrite. So um, it's going to be the gala of the year, folks. Buy yourself a new dress. And uh, it's going to be a great time with the Doghouse Auction. Doghouse Parade. End of October. Which will be here before you know it. Before you know it, it'll be Christmas. Before you know it, it'll be the flakes trip. Before you know it, we'll all be <laughs> singing to rigor a mortis mark in the ground. That's just how fast it goes. It does go. It goes by fast. Mm-hmm. Most of you are all 300 dog years old. Mm-hmm. The dog's eating good and he don't care. <laughs> 